Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown here with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Woo. All right. You look all um, like you're ready for a Zoom call there, Ryan. You're doing some like interviews. A, like or a Furman call or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a chance to change because... I'm too drunk to realize that it was nine o'clock. All right. That's really <laughs> yeah. what it is. I just yeah, thought you were going to do two calls at once. That's what I thought you were doing. <laughs> yeah. You had your, uh, you, had, you got drunk and then you had a, a school call to be on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That happened. See, this and is, then I just kept on the, drinking and, you know, Ryan did Ryan things. This like is the kind of politician I wish. I wish we had an office. I, I want to have a politician that gets too drunk during his kids' call to make it to his uh, fun call. You want to you want to root for me, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm I'm your everyday man. <laughs> I uh, your your uh, campaign sign uh, had been out of my yard. I've been sitting next to the the trailer by the in the garage the driveway. And somehow it got wedged in. I was trying to pull it out and it actually broke. And the pro part that broke off just was like oh, no. for Lieutenant Governor was the L-I-E said lie. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> politicians, they all lie. It seems it seems fitting. That's what that, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. would happen. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Makes sense. Anywho, welcome back, guys. Uh man, I, baseball seemed to get us off to a awesome weekend. It was a it was a lot of fun watching the guys play on Saturday and Sunday, scoring runs like there's no tomorrow. That was cool. They earned their bus lot bombers <laughs> title, right? Or Bud Lot Is bombers, that but you know, the but the Bud Lot bus lot bombers, yeah. Top top uh top fifteen in the country, right? Is that right? Yeah, I, I think like I that. think they were thirteenth in in home runs. Yeah, yeah thirteen home yeah, runs. Yeah. Moved 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 all the way up to I think. Uh, 98-99 RPI. Unfortunately, played Georgia last night. I was there up in Cool Ray, and uh, yeah, it didn't go so hot. I, Tim and I, you and I were talking about this before we came on. I went into that game with a lot of high hopes, but not a lot of high expectations. I was thinking about it. You know, when you're when you're in Georgia and you're recruiting baseball. So baseball is a, a different kind of sport because there's a lot of high school kids that go straight into the drafts and go and play in, in minor league ball. So right. so these guys are like, all right, maybe maybe I'm not good enough for minor league right now. I think I could be in the future. Where do I want to go to school? Uh, if I'm getting a full ride to a, to a program, do I want to go to something like you know Panthersville and a Georgia State downtown urban campus? Or do you want to be an athlete and go to a college town like Athens and just have a blast for your four years, five years of college? That That's a huge recruiting disadvantage, right? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, plus, I mean, let's be honest, Panthersville is... Uh, it, it got rave reviews from the Troy fans. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they they had to find something to complain about. You know they uh, they, they, they did. They, 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 no, no. Here, here's it, they still get to live in Atlanta, even if they go play yeah. like out in Panthersville. Who 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 gives a shit? Like they still get to live in Atlanta, and so that that should be exciting for some portion of recruits, and we should be able to do fine with that. 
I agree. I, Atlanta's awesome to live in. But I just think about what I was like when I was 18 years old and I was going to Georgia State and visiting my friends in Athens on uh, on Saturdays, Fridays nights, Saturdays, whatever. Man, I lived all week looking for the weekend, like to get up there and have fun and party it up. Because well, and times have changed. Things have changed a lot, <clears throat> a whole sure. lot in downtown Atlanta and Georgia State and everything. So it's not the same thing it was for me. But I kind of get it. I kind of get it. The fact that we're doing as well as we had with both Coach Frey and with uh, Stromdahl now is a testament to how good of coaches and recruiting they are to overcome those kind of obstacles, including Panthersville. And we were talking about it last night at the game. You know, I think that if they ever get this Summerhill football baseball stadium opened up, I mean, you're gonna you're just gonna get passive baseball. But they're they're baseball's a weird sport. There's just people that just enjoy baseball. They 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 enjoy the well, art just, of the game. You just go out to the park too, right? I mean, like you, you let yeah. people bring in coolers and stuff, and like it's it's just fun. Like that's that's what it, America's pastime is all about is like just bringing a cooler and going and hanging out and watching watching a little uh, baseball while you hang out with your friends. Like that that that's what that is what it's all about. We'll probably get some people from the apartments to watch too. I'd think, right? I mean, yeah. outside the yeah, that was- should be. So that's kind of similar to what Cool Ray Field is like. They have all those apartment complexes built up right around the outfield. And there was a guy like right there, you know, before the game started, he had his like little tailgate chair out on his back uh, porch. And he had what I assume was a beer in his hand. I can't see that far away. I've got old man eyes. Uh, And he was just sitting there like, you know, he didn't care who was playing. It was Georgia, Georgia State, whoever, the Stripers, whoever else is out there that weekend. I mean, that's kind of cool. And I think it'll be the same way that they built the like the Hank and other apartments are built to have like the floor to ceiling windows. So when you're there, you can like just look out and see the entire field. It'd be cool. It'd be super cool. I did get some bad news about baseball field while we were there. The last okay. time I had talked, uh, I mean, Tim, you were there last time we talked to Charlie yeah. about it. They were doing the, the soil samples and everything. They, there were rumors that when they uh, imploded <clears throat> the uh, uh, Atlanta Fulton County stadium, they pretty much just buried everything and just, laid some asphalt on top and that that was the case so now to build anything there they're gonna have to like excavate dig up a bunch of garbage and everything county stadium it's got to be dug up they talk about how much more that would cost as opposed to like what they have budgeted no but i it can't be all that i mean sorry it's gonna cost a lot more but what i'm saying is like they don't have to dig up the entire thing because 90 percent of a baseball field is just a grass field they really only have to worry about the area where there's going to be a, a structure built. So like the, the press box on home plate and the, the, what we're going to have like, what, like five sections of seating. It's not going to be a lot, you know, otherwise it's going to be just like uh cemented out areas to pull out your tailgate chairs and watch the game and stuff. But yeah, so that happened and I don't know what kind of budget we've got for building that out. So that's, that's going to be a delay in getting baseball built out at least from what I heard last night. Can we possibly somehow get Carter to help out with this since they got all the primo land somehow and we're, we're dealt with a, a garbage pit? Well, I think we own all the land and we have leased it to Carter. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think Carter owns all no. of it. No, from what I understand, we actually only own what would, would be baseball and uh, what was Turner Field. And everything else is actually owned by. That's why we weren't able to have parking in certain spaces because we didn't own the land. That we had to get permission from Carter to even have cars in those areas. So that makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. But I mean, like, come on. What's why is Carter just going to pony up 
a couple extra million dollars to make things better for us. We help get it for them. I don't know. Well, it depends <laughs> if it, if it would make it better for them as well. You know what I mean? Like, um, if, if we can like commit to them that we would drive a certain amount of business to their businesses, then that be, seems like a lot of effort on seems like a lot of effort on our part. And you know, we've talked about it before. This is, does not seem like an administration that likes to put a lot of effort into those kind of things. So, so this uh, this. This garbage pit that we have to remove, that's a like big setback then for this administration to deal with, right? Like so they're ready like to go. Me. So I so I heard I got that information from a, a much larger donor than you know any of us are combined. And then when I talked to Charlie about it, he was more of a mm-hmm. kind of just brush off the subject type thing, which makes me think that he doesn't really have any information to give, that it's gonna be a big barrier to get this built. I don't know. So, hmm. well, start the GoFundMe now. <laughs> GoFundMe, let's do it. Every Braves fan must donate one dollar <laughs> that's ever gone to that stadium to help us remove the stadium. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, Yikes. what do you expect? That sucks. Well, that sucks. It we'll is what it happens. is. Can't do anything about it, right? Got to the spring t- roll of it. The spring tour thing was kind of cool last night. Uh, it wasn't a structured event. Like the, it wasn't one of those things where like they have like Coach Elliott and uh, you know Coach Hayes up like up on a panel with Dave administering anything. Administering that sounds like he's giving him drugs or something. <laughs> I don't know. Or more. Hosting, organizing, officiating, whatever you want to call it. Because uh, like it, it started like 30 minutes before uh, first pitch. So there wasn't really time to kind of do a structured thing. Mm-hmm. But there was there was nothing. Like no one even came out and said anything. Like Cobb was there. Coach Elliott was there. I talked to Dan Ellington for a good bit of time, which was re- very cool. He may he may come on the podcast at some point. Did you go, um, through, did you go through the proper channels, though? Did, did you have any hard-hitting questions for Dan? Uh, for Dan, uh, no, we, we were just talking. It was funny because we had just talked yesterday in our in our uh, Patreon chat about you know the watch party at Halfway Crooks and watching him r- rush for touchdowns against Tennessee while we were there. And I was like, so Dan was like, we were talking about you today, and he's like, what the hell, you guys? What do you mean? What are you talking he's about like, before? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was cool, man. It's uh, it was probably the I've you know I've talked to Dan on a number of occasions. This was probably the, the most I got a chance to talk to him, and I feel bad because I think he was heading to the uh, the food and kind of just like stopped <laughs> <laughs> talk for like thirty minutes about uh, his time at Georgia State and uh, specifically about transitioning from a, a player to a coach with in his own team and everything and uh yeah it was it was cool it was cool he was it, it, like you'd expect dan's awesome he's just he's a fun guy to talk to and uh good he's uh gonna be yeah he's gonna i think he's gonna come to one more of the events but he's gonna be out on the road back in his home uh, state of mississippi doing some recruiting uh for the uh the, the other i'll events. take it so yeah absolutely it was fun did you hear if they're gonna have like a program type thing going on for the center park one or one of the other ones or there was literally no discussion about that, and but I would assume so. I would assume well, there's, that there's, the, there's no way not to do that because there's not another event happening, right? I mean, like that's why right. we're going to be there. So it's got to be. I mean, you know, I'm giving a lot of credit here, but like it's it's got to be planned. 
<laughs> it's the same way that it was last year. The, the the very first spring tour last year was at what was it? Um, was it Wild Heaven or no, Three Tavern? Three Taverns at the uh, Madison Yards, Dairies, whatever they call it over there, off of uh, off of a uh, memorial. And that that was what it was. It was just everybody got to a brewery, and the coaches were available to talk to. The football staff was available to talk to, and and that's what it is. I I, I talked to Elliot last night, uh, Danny. One of our patron members was there with us, and he, he, uh, <laughs> he, we, we had a few tall IPAs in us, and before we went not to talk to Elliot, and uh, I think the first question he asked was, well, he asked the same question to him last year that I asked him, or he asked the same question last night that I asked him last year, which is, are you looking forward to the season? And for all the coach speak in the world, Coach, Coach Elliot, when when no when, when you're one on one with him, like he he doesn't really give a f about it at all. He's like, it's way too early to look forward to the season now. Which I'm like, uh, I'm a fan. I've been looking forward to the season since the last game of the past season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before as soon as you guys were game. done with the past season, I was excited about the next season. So like, Probably, I need you to be exactly at least where I am. <laughs> Probably before the last right, game. Right. I don't know. Like. Well, yeah. well, that, yeah. well, that's this, neither this here nor season. there. I, I would understand where Coach <laughs> might not be worried about it, but like, we're in next year, Land. Come on, come with us. Yeah. That was kind of an overriding theme talking to him, was, you know, and I get it. He's a coach and we are fans. We have different perspectives on the program. Did that rhyme? Well, I think it rhymed. I, Anyhow, I, I disagree. He sh- he should be a fan of his own program. But I, yeah, like I don't know. I was uh, like we were t- we t- we got into talking about the scheduling of games. I like I brought up the whole thing about ending Jesus the season Christ. with two away games back to back years. And I, and I told him up front, I was like, I know you probably don't care about this at all, Anytime, but from a fan perspective, from does a, he care? Oh, I don't. I said, tell you, he I cares? said that. I said that. I was like, I'm sure you're one of those anytime, anywhere, anybody kind of guys. Like, oh no, no, not. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm not. I'm not. Not that. Way. I don't, I don't but uh, right. he, uh, I don't know if he even realized that we finished the season away the past two. Uh, well, this year and what last year was. But we we talked about. He said he was kind of flip floppy. He said that he wishes we did not play a power five team. He wishes we had no P five teams. Then really? he went on. Interesting. Yeah. Then he went on. About, I mean, we've already played South Carolina, so there's no other P5 teams he gives a shit about anymore. But right. uh, then he goes, then he goes on to talk about how uh, we have to play a P5 team to get the paycheck, and the home and home series with teams like UNC and Vanderbilt that we have on the schedule are pointless and should not be scheduled because we need that million million and a half dollar paycheck to, to pay for the program. I'm like. But you said you didn't want to. This is when like my third tropicalia was kicking in pretty hard, and I was like, okay. I, I don't want to sound like a fool here, but I feel like you're disagreeing with what you said a tropicalia ago. And, I also, uh, I, I have a big, huge, ginormous problem with that attitude. That's an opportunity to go out there and like show them what's what in one game that like you don't have to you don't have to play the difficult schedule that they have to play you don't have to do all this other stuff but like you get to go out there for one game and show them that you are equals and like you're going to say that like you don't think that we should play that game we we should win that game i i, I i'm really frustrated to hear that he thinks we shouldn't even play it I think we're. I mean, so you're those saying, are two series we're excited so you, about, aren't we? Like, we're, are you, you're talking. No, 
I think I think you guys are talking about different games. Ryan, uh, you're talking about the P5 game, P5 right? Games. And and Tim, you're talking about the home and home games, home right? Home, P5, We're on, yeah. Right, right, yeah. I personally, I understand the P5, the financial part of it, but from a fan perspective, I like the home and home with you know the lower whoa, P5 whoa, programs whoa, as well. Take the financial, whatever, that's fine. Like we need it, so we'll do it. But like we also should just like embrace that and say we should win it. Well, you know, part of what I told him was, I'm like, you know, I was like, you're a coach, you're a football guy. This is your life. I get it. Like, I'm a fan. I'm a tailgater and I'm looking for a fun experience. And I want to, you know, go to these storied Mm -hmm. programs and hang out and do that tailgating thing. Also, I want to have these larger programs come to our home and tailgate and have these big mm-hmm. things. And I, like, that's, that's a fun experience for me. He's like, Oh yeah, you don't get it. You don't understand anything. And I'm like, wait, so I, he, I made he, a college. So he was worry. okay with the money games, but not okay with the home and home. Is that what you're saying? He, well, he said he didn't want to play any power five teams. Yeah. But then, See, that's what right. I thought. And, but, and then the but, questions but, but, that but, came but, up, but, but then he said that you have to play the power five teams for the money and was kind of no, like no, no. being for the, for the be- glory for the winning glory. That's why you have to play them like, yeah, 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 yeah. The money is is like the the uh, we're going to get that no matter what. So like who who cares about the rest of it? But yeah, like, like we the- beat Tennessee and we were 10 minutes into beating Auburn and like we should be that close to beating every single team that we play in the P5 going forward. And that is very exciting for us. And it's good exposure yes. for the program. You, what, you can't buy that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm uh, like, you're never going to get it. Taking it out Troy. on you guys. <laughs> I just, oh, no, yeah, I don't, I don't see you taking it out on us. I, I think that we're all on the exact same page here. I'm I mean, he, he, I, I made the comment to him last night. I was like, you know, I was there in Auburn and you know checking uh uh, the tweets during the game like there that last 10 minutes like you mentioned ryan and when somebody had had some you know sports analyst some blue checkmark guy back before you could buy it was like georgia state is about to get themselves blacklisted from all sec teams and i'm like that kind of stuff is what gets my fire going that's what i like and yeah yeah he was he was he was weird he was drinking out of a cup that was uh nondescript I don't know what he was pouring into that cup or not, but there was a full bar available to us. Uh, but, but, you know, there was plenty of coach speak out there, but there was a lot of candid sure. talk. And, you know, <laughs> the cool thing about being a Georgia State fan from all the disappointment there's out there, but when you talk to all your Georgia or Alabama or all the other, you know, big, huge major program fans, you're never going to be able to, like, Walk up, pay twenty, pay pay twenty five dollars for a ticket to a minor league baseball stadium to see your team play, and go up there and talk to your head coach about these kind of things. So it was kind of cool. I enjoyed it. But Danny, I mean, Danny wasn't holding any punches. He asked, uh, he asked him how the new defensive coordinator was doing, and of course, immediately, uh, Elliot was defensive, and he's like, uh, he's like, he better be good. It's only been a week. I'm like, come on, you know, be a little more friendly. But then he's like, uh, yeah, well, we kind of thought that, you know, this move should have happened a long time ago and sort of asking him, like, you know, uh, uh, is like, do you evaluate your coaches after every season or are you evaluating during the season? <laughs> like, it, it got to the, it got to like that awkward moment where I kind of just like 
turned and started talking to somebody else like i i don't want to be part you're of listening you're listening you're listening i had one ear over here, here but i was kind of like wanna be here. I, I don't know if i want to be affiliated with this conversation right now but i'm really curious but i want to know on. the answer it sounded like i mean from what coach elliott said it sounded like um he was ready for a change like maybe Maybe he had actually told Fuquay, like, if there's an option out there, if there's an opportunity out there, maybe oh. it's time. So yeah. uh, he he said he sounded a maybe, little excited right? you, about. There was no confidence in that, but like, it no, sounded like, sort of like was, that. It was like a change is good. You know, you need change after a while. Type type comments and uh, well, everything. defense hasn't so. been good. So. Like we can be very yeah. clear about that under under Fuqua, our, our defense Fuqua. has not been good. Yes, yeah. Give him a it was, it was interesting. But, so, guys, uh, everyone listening, there are three more spring tour events. I'm pretty sure Coach Elliott's going to be at all three of them. If you want to get your questions answered, show up, talk Walk to him. Walk right up. Wait till he's had. We we waited till we were a little boozed up. He was a little boozed up too, I believe. I don't know. I'm well, saying, and like ask I said, him about Myrtle Beach. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> maybe that that should be the question uh if they do a panel and they take questions from the crowd just ask like you know hey coach Ellie, what are your thoughts oh well i don't know don't do it all publicly or anything but like <laughs> side to side like man to man just be like hey talk to me about myrtle beach and your time there uh spoiler there's, alert there's not a stories fan. there he's not a fan he's not a fan there are but there are stories there and uh you know it's up to him to tell you but they're 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 fun yes yes right. yes um, not to live may, may or may <laughs> not involve may or may not involve firearms so <laughs> Jeez. Just, just saying just saying so when's the next one when's the next uh spring tour date the not let's go not this thursday the following thursday at i put it down here at uh oh this is the football stadium Yep. Next Thursday, the football stadium, whatever that date my, is. Whatever, uh, my money says that's the program. Are we going to tailgate? <laughs> just, just kidding. I, why not, we, man? Come on. Sort of kidding. I talked I talk to, talk to him about tailgating this. Oh, that's another question asked. Like, you know, like, you know, how'd you feel about the spring game? He's like, it's a spring game. What do you expect to get out of a spring game? I'm like, I don't know. You put this whole event together. You know, you, you ask fans to come out. Like, you know, yeah, we were out there. We had fun. Game? We had a good old time. I thought we were tailgating the spring game. <laughs> he didn't care. Uh, yeah, we no, were the just, only ones. Yeah. That's why he didn't care. I I do find it kind of funny. I didn't realize this until I was putting together the notes for tonight. Uh, so the next one is at Center Park Stadium. The, the, the following one is on April 20th at Sweetwater. It's 420 at Sweetwater. Like, Whoa. Like, that's going to be amazing. Right. Should I take some gummies before I get there? Yes. Take an Uber? Mind blown. Yes. Mind take blown. Yeah. For sure. It's our, <laughs> our own little 420 fest. Woo. That was cool. That, yeah. No, that's be typically good. been the, the Sweetwater one has typically been like the best attended. Like, so last night, that suite was cool. They had, it was probably. I don't know, three dozen people or so, maybe less than that. But like Sweetwater will draw the hundreds big time. Nice. And Center Park Center Park Stadium tends to to pull in quite a few as well. It's fun. 
I'm actually surprised that they have the space available on 420 for us. Right? I was surprised by that too. Seems like they have, have a fair, thing. I mean, they have a Sweetwater 420 is like one of their beers. I wonder if they'll have us in the upstairs event space. It just seems That's weird. where it's been in the past. Has it? Okay. So it's been I don't think I've been to Sweetwater yeah. for one of our events. Have you not? I'm trying I think to I've only been there one time. It was for a company party. And it was a couple years not, ago. I don't think I've ever been there for a Georgia State event. Were you not there when I got on stage and took Dave's spot uh, interviewing the uh, the coaches? No, that I would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. You couldn't take Dave's spot. Sorry. No, he sorry. He, Dave. he got down. I, I, I no, 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 no. Uh, there is no way I could ever take uh, Dave's spot, like you know, figuratively. But I literally sat in his chair while he was not there and talked to the coaches <laughs> and took questions from the crowd. Yeah. All Where right. did he go? I, I, think, I don't know. Uh, he doesn't drink, so he wasn't refilling a beer. I don't. Maybe he just got up and I just like just slid in. You know, he didn't call seat backs or anything, but we had a good time. <laughs> That's funny. No, I think this is before you know, the podcast. The thing too. is, though, is these events are like so much fun to go to. Uh, like in the off season when there's not a lot of there's no basketball, there's no football, there's there's other sports going on for sure. But like lots of people aren't that into those other sports. And uh, like getting out and just like hanging out with the coaches is a way to stay connected to the program. And like we should all take advantage of it. Yeah. And I kind of like how they're doing it this year, because like in the past, when they first started the spring tour deal, it would be like they would do it. like They would do like six of them in like two weeks. It was like really like just jam packed bam 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 like i remember like just something like go to like three of them in one week or something but now they have them spread out quite a bit so we did the one what was it last night was the 21st march 21st and the last one's april 26th this is over a month long of doing this with which i think makes a lot of sense um you don't get a little uh, you can get tired some people will want to come out to all of them i'm going to all of them at least i plan on going to all of them uh but you can pick out whichever one works best for you you have more time to do it so it's cool i every georgia state fan i if you're listening to this podcast you know what we're talking about but like if you're listening to this tell everybody you've ever like you know that's gone to georgia state even for a class or two come to the spring tour the access you have to the athletic director, to the football coach, the football staff, and the other coaches that show up, it's unprecedented. I, I assume Coach Hayes is going to be at at least one of these. At I least one. So. Yeah. Mean, maybe, it's, maybe it's Jarvis and we don't know. Yeah, we but, won't uh, know. You could totally send them and be like, go for me. I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's the socks that give them away, right? Is that what we hear? We, we figured out? It's the socks? Right, yeah. Jar- Jarvis has the better sock game. Is that what it is? <laughs> Plus, you get uh, what two free drinks or something like that, and food at all these tour events, right? I mean, yeah, that last night they had um, they had a full spread of food, and yeah, you got two drink tickets. And if you could convince them that you lost your drink tickets, they would probably give you two more. <laughs> Not saying, just saying. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I lost my drink tickets. I need, I need my, t- I need tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Any more tickets? Any more drink tickets? Uh, yeah. So back to baseball a little bit. Uh, big weekend, but um, eh. Uh, I mean, I was really, really hoping that we would come on here tonight and talk about beating Georgia. Got Tech 
next Tuesday, back up in Coleraig. And uh, I think, Tim, you're going to that game, right? You're going to go to the, the State at I'll Tech there. or State versus yeah. Tech. Who's home? Are they home? Uh, we, we're home. Right? We're, we're home. We're home. Yeah, we're 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 the home game. We're the home game. It's a cool site home nice. game, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, they, this is the, I think the the second year where both of our home games against UGA and Tech have been at Cool Ray, and then we play them in Athens and them at uh, uh, at Midtown in Midtown, or whatever. But I do kind of hope talking about Cool Ray Field. I hope we incorporate some kind of outfield hill with grass or something like that when we finally build the stadium out no what do you it's mean? a pipe i mean maybe pipe if we had all the excavation and we all the crap we pull out from just underneath the ground it. we just like pile it up against those uh the big outfield walls and everything maybe so i don't, i i wouldn't it's cool looking having the little grassy knoll or whatever it's called the to look yeah. at the games it's neat i just i don't expect that all the you, rendering you mean like seen have not outfield shown. space where we can <laughs> sit yeah, outfield space. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, like an elevated grassy um outside no. the fence area. They they've got it they've got it over there. Kind of like you so, so how some of these uh, crappy teams we play in the in the Sunbelt Conference, how they have like their one end zone that's like not seats and it's just grass ramp or whatever. Kind of so, stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about, right, Ryan? And your uh, sorta. Your your mauve shirt or whatever the hell you're wearing tonight it's purple but um yeah you know what i i like i, I messed up y'all I, I did not time things right i'm very drunk <coughs> and i thought you might have been changed before and so yeah i'm wearing purple all right i thought you might have been passed out or something so I thought, I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry I, I messed up and and you know what instead of changing shirts i got beers there you go Good call. there you go so I made, are you I wearing made my choices and this is what are I got to deal with now. Are you wearing your purple shirt because you picked Furman to win in the tournament? No, this is what I wore at work today. God. Oh man, you actually? Oh, you you left the house in that? Yeah, dude, it's a nice shirt. Yeah, my wife it's wore comfy. one just it like it today for eyes. her. It's good, man. It's a good shirt. My wife wore a very similar shirt on her Zoom call today for work. Yeah, I can nice. see that. It's great, nice. man. It's great. Nice. Yeah. I bet she looked great. Yeah. She, she wore it say, better say than something you. Yeah. say say she didn't <laughs> I, I said she <laughs> she wore it better than you <laughs> i'm texting her <laughs> so um kennesaw state lost no, nothing no, no response <laughs> no i i had xavier winning anyway um but man was that a fun game to watch and you know what i had xavier in my in my bracket but i still was uh i was i was rooting for for uh Kansas state i i i'm not gonna lie i i wanted that to happen and they were winning for like 75 percent of that game gotta finish they experience closing yep they, they, gotta they, finish, they experience they experience a, a Georgia State style game, like you know, <laughs> like did. you just win, 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 win. Oh nope, sorry, we lost. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Except yep. they are their fans are not as experienced in that as we are. They it, went crazy about. It how came they down lost. to the the last play of the game, though. I mean, it was like really like yeah. like a fun game to watch, and and I was you know I was rooting for the underdog, and uh, it wasn't like they gave up in the last 10 minutes of the game it's like it's like it 
came down to the last shot. They were definitely they ran out of gas. I mean, they went on a you know yeah 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 strategic definitely. deficit of scoring baskets, which we're all used to. Um, and then yeah, obviously sure. Xavier did not. They're they just ran out of gas. I felt a little bad for them because I felt like they could get by. They just ran out. Yeah, I've got a I've got a, a buddy of mine who uh, he went he got his undergrad at Georgia and he's diehard Georgia Georgia first and everything but he got his master's program master's at at kennesaw state he went to kennesaw's uh first football game and i don't think he's been to a kennesaw state sporting event since then but man he was just talking about that game and like how gut-wrenching the loss was and i'm like you know what dude i don't want to hear that crap like you know you've not followed any of this stuff at all you know until they were trying to state Exactly, Georgia State fans. You know, the three of us, those we tailgate with, those that listen to this podcast, we've been through so much worse than what Kennesaw State went through in that one game. You made it. Be happy. Get over it. You know, I was rooting against them. (laughs) I wasn't rooting against them. I just didn't care. I just like watching the game. I think it was good that it wasn't a blowout, right? Yeah. Nothing's worse than watching like a 25 point NCAA tournament game. Well, David, you I, know, thought, I we, thought you rooted for all Georgia teams except for the Trash Down South. So, yeah, Asterisk not rooting like, uh, <laughs> um, It's not really rooting. It's like um, like a, an attaboy. I have an attaboy for everybody in Georgia besides the Trash Down South. Like, and you went well, again. Yeah, if they got attaboy. through the first round, you would have really attaboyed. You'd have pounded. Yeah the shoulder you know boom yeah yeah because i actually had them in my bracket i, I followed some weird methodology that i've heard on tiktok you had them winning ha- i i they're in my, in my bracket i had them being xavier yeah wow yeah what you you were really close because like yeah. no one else would have had that one i mean like that would have been crazy and 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 it was very possible you know what I mean? Like that—that's what—that's mm-hmm. what kills us and like Kennesaw State fans is like how possible it was. You know, like they yeah. were—they were yeah. almost there. Was this their first time ever in the tournament? This is their first time know. ever, right? I don't know. Yeah, this is their first time ever well, getting to the NCAA tournament. Great show in their for last time. time, right? And, and, and their last time. time. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna drop down now. I think we're well, I mean, I, not go ahead. Good, good, Tim. Go, go, no, go. No, go, I was going to say, like, with Kennesaw getting in for the first time, FAU was pretty, is damn impressive with their uh, eight seed or nine seed. I don't know what they what, what, I got them, I got them going in like Sweet 16. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're doing really right. Eight. Ryan is like first place in our, in our state of Atlanta bracket. I'm dead. I'm not dead last because there was more than one person, people. including Tim. <laughs> More than one person, including Tim, who forgot to fill out their bracket. And by the way, <laughs> Tim Tim organized the bracket challenge for State of Atlanta and forgot to fill out his bracket. <laughs> I think I think I'm so, like uh, second, tied for second with somebody, but I I have way more potential points than anyone else. Right? So, what's your strategy? You're gonna tell us what it is. What I just looked at the stats, oh, yeah. man, and I just yeah. like looked at offense versus defense, and then like sort of did a net ranking because they had a, the net ranking in there too and i was like well but like if they are rated really low then maybe we don't 
care as much about offense versus defense, but like if they were rated pretty well, then I, I don't know. I just winged it, man. All right. I mean, FAU is legit. Like they're... And FAU, like in all these matchups, I was like, man, they could win this. Mm-hmm. And they are. I mean, I was curious. I looked up their record before this season. They're horrible. Like their coach <laughs> turned them around completely and got them to an eight or nine seed, whatever they are. That's yeah. A, that's yeah. They only have like impressive. three losses. Three or four yes. losses this season, or something ridiculous. Yeah, they have a team yeah. of guards. Oh, the other apparently. thing I looked at uh, heavily because uh, NCAA showed this was the top twenty-five win-loss ratio, and uh, I don't I don't remember where they were, but I looked at that as well because I was like I was like interested in knowing like were you able to compete with some of the best? And mm-hmm. I think top twenty-five matters a lot more in basketball because there's like what three hundred and sixty teams in it or something stupid, sure. right. as opposed to like football where i think like once you're past the 25 i'm like whatever like who cares once you're past like 10 I'm well like, yeah whatever who cares yeah well football is a way different the number of players yeah, yeah, you've got on a team and then also how just lopsided you get with the top of the cream of the crop like yeah you're like you know your your georgia's your bama's your ohio states could play all their third string and beat almost every team out of the top 25. You know, they just have their, their talent is just too phenomenal. So that, that's, that's why, that's why those upsets against those kind of programs are so remarkable. You know, we did get another, uh, one seed loss to a 16 seed. This doesn't awesome. do Georgia say, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just imagine every UVA fan was the biggest, fair dick fan during that game they're like don't get rid of the memes about us like it can't be all uva of course uva lost in the first round as well but Uh, they didn't have that either tradition well i just i didn't i didn't even have uh who did fair dick beat they beat uh i didn't have them going very far whoever they beat I don't even remember who it was. Yeah, I mean, so that that was like to my like all these points that I have right now, like all the potential points that I have is I I am actually like really solid on, you know, even if I was wrong, I had the winner of the one that I was wrong, like not going very far. I think I think all the go. I would say it's funny. All the Regina fans said, now if you don't win it all next year, you're complete failure. Because that's oh, what they, yeah. did. they they lost the 16 C <laughs> and the next year they won the whole NCAA tournament. So we'll see next year. It should be Purdue winning it all. But I think my my biggest b- misses were um, BCU was like a 12 seed, and I, I had them going to like the Elite Eight, and they're they're they were gone in the first round. And then uh, I think Mar- Marquette, maybe I'm not sure. It was somebody over there that I I also had going pretty far that that lost, but I only had two like long running bracket breakers, and I've got Houston winning it all. So. I've got Houston in the final four. I think I got Houston and um, Gonzaga are my. The, if Houston and Gonzaga can make it to the final four, I will not be last place. I, I mean, I'm not. There's no chance of me getting, you know, top three in our in our I challenge. Feel like but a uh, lot I'll, of people have Bama winning it all, and so that I have Houston is a differentiator that will cause me to win. I don't understand why programs like Bama that just like make more money than God in their football program 
don't win every other sport because they have so much money coming in. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You just dump it into all your other sports. Like, like, right. If I was athletic director, I would probably get fired very, very soon. But if I was the athletic director of a school that brings in a billion and a half dollars in football alone, I would make every, I would pay tennis players. Player, I'd pay golf. Team. I yeah. would pay everybody. I'm like, all right, we're going to, we are going to win. We're going to be the first college to win national championships in every sponsored sport. We're going to sponsor every sport that's out there. We're going to create new sports to sponsor just to win another national underwater basket weaving national championship. Champion, <laughs> champion, absolutely. Champion. We're the only team in the whole league, and we're going to win it all. Exactly. <laughs> create new sports, pay other teams to create sports just so we can win it. I, that's what I would do if I was the AD of Bama or Georgia for that matter. Actually, if I was, if I was AD of Georgia, I would just uh, uh, schedule them against Georgia State every single season and then of course. find yeah. and then and then I would expose the fact that we've been paying our players so those players couldn't play during you the game. You would pay players and then expose that you paid players. <laughs> exactly. So that Georgia State would win every time, no matter what. <laughs> you got to expose it like sport. right before the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that morning, I'm, I'm calling Lee Corso up. I'm like, hey, by the, by the way, here's video of me paying this player right here. So he can't <laughs> play now. <laughs> Wouldn't that make it worse if we lost? You see David, you see David just shoving money down people's pants and having someone take a photo. Oh, <laughs> David like that's jerking nice. somebody off. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. We, we're not. I don't know where yet. we're going. We're not on last but... call yet. <laughs> well, I didn't say anything like terrible, right? I don't know. It's all about the nah. the actual words being used, not the things being said. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh... <laughs> All right, uh, one more, <laughs> one more sport to get through before we go to last call, and uh, beach volleyball. Sandy they're Panthers. great. They're great, Woo. but they are. Like, what, what's that? They are who we think they are. Like, they the the rankings. The rankings in beach volleyball are on point. We have beaten every team that's not ranked. We've beaten every team that is ranked behind us. We have lost to every team ranked ahead of us. So that happened this weekend. They're Solid good at rankings. They're good at ranking people <laughs> hey. then. Yeah. Yeah. They they know what they're doing. They got it right. And we ended up playing uh, last weekend. We played number three UCLA, number four FSU, number five, whatever the hell an uh, so LMU rough, is. Rough week. Number six LSU. We lost every one of those games, but then we played number nineteen Tulane. Beat them. We played UAB unranked UAB. We beat them. Fortunately, this week uh, we play everybody that are other unranked or ranked below us. So hopefully, this should be a a clean sweep for the Sandy Panthers this weekend. Yeah, I expect it in Columbia, in Columbia, South Carolina. Do you think that we'll get some pictures of Coach Elliott at the game? <laughs> Maybe. No, he'll be, he'll be out there uh, scouting players, right? No, he's out on his lake man. <laughs> scouting which players. What are you talking about? Which players are is he scouting? <laughs> we, should, we should get a, a someone to kick field goals. Why not? 
Because beach flyball players are good at kicking field goals? Maybe. You never know. <laughs> Not until you try, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I had. I got nothing else. You guys got anything else? I don't know. You had questions about things that, that maybe I have answers for, but like we recruit. I, I didn't prepare for it. But or like, something. You talk about recruiting. Yeah. Do you get. There was a couple of guys, right, that came in through. I mean, do you guys know? Do you, do you have anything? I've got zero. I got zilch. So I if you don't have anything, I got about nothing. all of them. No. Well, so the the yeah. Well, the guy that got uh, that committed from uh, Lehigh. What school? What school was it? Lehigh. Yeah, Lehigh. Yeah. Um, seventh you know, year, seventh eighth year, year senior, and you know, oh, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I talked seems, to Dana. Go ahead. I talked to Dan about him and I'm like, I'm like, is he actually older than you, Dan? And he's like, he may be. He may actually be older than me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got a couple. We got a couple of these guys. But like, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, nothing there stood out very much. He wasn't a starter for many years, but but then he started uh every game for the last like two years or something at, at Lehigh. Um, and you know, you get these guys who have a lot of experience under the belt and they can be leaders on the team regardless if they're able to like play or whatever like 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 play to the level that we want them to but like you get these leaders on the team and that makes a big difference um right. and you also get i i don't know man i i just <clears throat> i see this as like we get all upset about how p5 programs come in and pick off us right they pick off all these like uh players that are our best players and like we get to go into FCS and pick off all their best players. And so this is like part of that, right? This is like part of the ecosystem right. that that is now forming, is now being created. And like we picked up a, a leader on the field. And that's exciting. And I think that that will make our team better. And um, I think we should see more of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that that's the pecking order. Yeah, the, yep. the the G five take the best they can get from FCS, and P five takes the best they can get from G five, and you know, I guess the, all you want to do is, I mean, and I guess also the, the same point of that is the G five take off the guys that just could not get playing time from the P five as well. So you can yeah. you can take yeah, we'll, the, we'll we'll we will snatch from above as well. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Well, we snatch we from have above. a lot of players yeah. to. We need to replace players, right? We lost some key players all around, especially yep. on defense. So even though he's got one year of eligibility, great. You're going to fill a hole and we can, you know, replace you in a year. So, well, and, and so what I was told um, from insiders was that um, we had Blake Carroll was, was out early last season and we had walk ons replacing them. And this basically, creates some depth in a place where we have not had depth already. Right. But, but again, I just think that you get this experience in the locker room where like, even if he's not the best player on the field, he's going to be a guy who pushes other players to be their best. And I, he's I, I don't know. Be a guy. I, I, I love be the, the guy. guy. I think it's great. He can be the, be a guy who can be the guy. <laughs> Be a guy that can. I mean, be he, he'll guy. be a guy. We like he's a, he'll be an unsung hero. I think you know, like he'll he'll be one of those folks who who's like out there and like encouraging and like like being the person who other players need to be around to 
like fulfill their potential. Well, and and you and you you can't knock. You know, we're still talking about you know a couple a couple year age difference, but the maturity that he would bring to to the locker room as well. Yeah. Like, hey guys, you yeah. know, I've I've been there, I've done this. You know, I yeah, I know you're I know what you're going through type stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think you're absolutely right, Ryan. I think it's it's a good pickup. Um, it's even just a one year though, locker room. Right? We just got we just got him for one year. That's all it is. Grad transfer. One, one year, but but and there's also depth, right? There's a depth issue where like all right, you, know, you just, can have a rotation guy who comes in, and then you also like if somebody gets hurt, you have somebody with experience who can come in and like fill in that gap. That's not a walk on. Let's cross our fingers and let's pray that we have another COVID year, COVID twenty twenty three, and we can keep him, and he'll be the first thirty year old. <laughs> Please, <player>. no. <laughs> Please no. Please no. Breaking all the wrong records <laughs> at Georgia no. State. <laughs> the first doctoral <laughs> student playing football. Yeah, that's. I wasn't sure if he Microsoft. was uh, transferring under the like, like you can transfer one time rules, or if he was transferring under the um, the you know, like he graduated rules. I, yeah, he, grad transfer. I think he's I a grad I transfer. Know. Yeah, he's grad. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea if he already did that. I don't. No clue. Yeah, he's graduate transfer. All right, right, guys. We're about to hit uh, 50 minutes, so I think we we nailed this one. We'll go over to last call. We can finish up all this conversation and and talk some more. I I did some barbecue over the weekend. We can talk about all that kind of fun stuff. And, uh, yeah. Say goodbye, guys. Oh, wait, no. I got to do the the Patreon thing first, right? Three bucks. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to go to last call. We're going to talk some more and drink some more. It's available on our Patreon page. It's free of charge, but if you pay $3 a month, you can get it immediately. Otherwise, you can't get it until Friday. Yeah, Friday, right? Also, access to our private group chat, discuss our merchandise, and all the other cool stuff. Please consider subscribing. Patreon.com slash State of Atlanta. Subscribe and like. Are you reading? <laughs> No, <laughs> that's great. That was awesome. It's like I thought you were eating. That was amazing. <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> that was great, man. Kudos. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to go over to Last Call, talk some more, find it out again. Patreon.com slash State of Atlanta. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.